chicken chow mein and the Chinese chicken. You take some kung fu and you don't stop licking. Watch your next files with no pants on. Dollar bills, y'all. I think it's with no lights on. Oh. <laughs> well, I've never seen the X-Files. Today is Wednesday, January 21st, 20... Tw- today. <laughs> today is January 20... Today is Wednesday, January 21st, the year of our Lord, 2014. No. And, and well, oh, 2015. Who's mu- Should I start over? Whose muscle needs a workout? Should I start over? No. Okay. And welcome to episode 78 oh. of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we discuss the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. And I'll tell you what I'm about to be nerding out about. And that's getting some new microphone cables. Because oh, <laughs> evidently, <laughs> one of these ones that we're using is not doing so well. I'm Jeremy, and I am joined once again by one Christina Wise. Hello. Say hello, hello. Again. <laughs> again. Say hello again. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, we friends. are here again, and there is that noise again. Sorry, I won't talk loud. Yeah, just don't do anything. Um, okay. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's your fault. Uh, I think it actually has something to do with the cord, and I'm not sure why because these are brand new cords. Talking about audio issues is always everyone's favorite thing. <laughs> Probably so. As always, we have a very exciting evening planned ahead for you. We had a uh, we had we had a fun and exciting show last week where we announced our new recording schedule where we're going to record on Sundays, release on Tuesdays. Here we are recording on Wednesday. <laughs> Hopefully this gets released on Thursday. <laughs> kind of depends. Who knows what the night has in store? I don't even want to say at this point because I'll inevitably be letting somebody down. But uh such is the nature of the the biz. Mhm. We did get some wonderful feedback after the show last week. I got some some of the most hateful text messages I have yet received, and I've received a lot of hateful messages uh, to people on the show. Or to as a result of the show, I have received a lot of hateful messages, and um, these were some of the most hateful. I, I think that I genuinely actually offended some people with my Seahawks talk. Yeah. <laughs> But as I, back. as I, uh, as I estimated, we handily defeated, <laughs> we being the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> handily defeated the, uh, the Green Bay Packers, sent them packing back to Get Delaware. Get the cheese grater. Where are they from? Wisconsin. Ah, uh, yeah. Sent them packing back to Wisconsin. That's really nerdy. Um, but that's not what happened. Yeah. Well, we did win, though. We did win. We okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. Is it okay to say we when we're talking about sports, like when we're talking about the Seahawks and that kind of stuff? Is it okay to say we? I think. Oh yeah, that's hard because we didn't actually do anything, but we as fans, mm-hmm. yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you, do you think? Do you have you, any strong feelings about the game? You or? have str- 
Oh, yes. Yeah, talk. Tell me. Um, it was, it was. Um, oh my gosh, I I don't even know how to explain it. Well, let's do this. I happen to be recording. So it was a very close game. I'm sure that everybody listening probably knows this already. It was a very close game. Uh, it was not looking good for the Seahawks up until the very end. Christy was actually getting so... So in the last like five minutes of the game, the Seahawks came back, one from behind in overtime. Uh, towards the end of the game, Christy was absolutely losing her mind. <laughs> like She was literally running laps around the room that we were in where we were watching the game. Uh so what I mm-hmm. happened to pull out my phone and be recording when uh, the touchdown pass was thrown in overtime. So the Seahawks got into overtime. It was a tie game. They got into overtime and the Seahawks threw a touchdown, which won the game, like sudden death won the game. And I happened to be recording and her and her friend Katrina, friend of the show, Katrina, uh, jumped up, <laughs> jumped up and yelled something in unison together. It was amazing. I'm going to play a little audio clip, the video. And the funny part is it's not like we've done that before. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was synchronized. It was yeah, beautiful. It was, so it was as funny. if it was planned. Yeah, it totally was. So we're going to play that real quick. Okay. So, I mean, I may, if I can uh, find Christy in a weak moment, maybe I'll allow, get her to let me upload that to the <laughs> internet for everybody to enjoy because the video itself, I mean, the audio doesn't do it justice, but they jump in unison, her in front of the show, Katrina, jump in unison and pump their fists and yell expletives. So, well, another thing that was also happening behind the scenes is that uh, Will, friend of the show, Will, yeah. Started a text group text with me and uh, Kate dates with Kate um, because she moved to San Diego. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we started texting the game, we came back. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wouldn't let them stop talking. I just oh, kept yeah. saying, keep oh, yeah. talking. You were actually panicking because your phone was dying. My phone was dying. Yeah, and my phone were... actually died. <laughs> she so... was running around. Where's the charging cord? I need a charging cord. Because I needed the them to keep The only texting. one that she could find was like a 12-inch cord. So she had her phone plugged in in so the kitchen. So I would kitchen. do laps. She was doing laps. That's why I was doing laps is to check the text messages, <laughs> send one real quick to keep it going. To go back. Okay. Because, of course, that's what was happening. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what – clearly that's what allowed the Seahawks to win the football game. Yes. So the Seahawks are going to the F- Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Go Seahawks. How are you feeling about the Super Bowl? Feeling good about no. it? No. Bad? Do you think we're going to... I only talk about games that have already happened. Do you think the Seahawks are going to actually end up facing the Patriots? <laughs> or do you think the Patriots are going to be disqualified? Whatever it's called. Yeah. I, I don't think so. They didn't Ball get Ball disqual- as I've heard yeah. it called. They Deflate gate. Deflate gate. Apparently there's bad. some alleged cheating happening with the Patriots. I don't know. What the... What the I will... So the Patriots... Uh, the the game that they won to go to the Super Bowl, they won like what? It was like forty seven to seven or it something was, like that. I mean, it was a blowout, and it was against the Patriots and the Colts. And apparently, the balls that the Patriots were using were underinflated, which makes them easier to throw and easier to receive, Catch. and less likely to take a nasty bounce, like if it bounces off a receiver or something like that. I guess so. 
there's all sorts of controversy about that because the Patriots are already kind of known for being a a cheating team. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, but it sounds like in true NFL fashion, they're not actually going to be punished at all for cheating. Right. Maybe just fined. They're going to pretend like it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like with everything else. The NFL is really making it difficult to, uh, to be, to a, be a fan. fan. Although I will say, I mean, I suppose that like a, a harmless ball under inflation scandal mm-hmm. is probably a welcome distraction to the uh, scandal of them not actually doing anything about an act- a video of one of their mm-hmm. players KOing his fiance yeah. in a like a casino elevator, elevator or whatever. I will say one of the players from the Colts, the play, the team that was allegedly cheated against, mm-hmm. actually said, t- tweeted out that they would have been beat if the Patriots were playing with bars of soap <laughs> as balls because they just got outplayed. Yeah, <laughs> so it's funny. I'm glad they have some. Uh, what is it called? So- sense of humor about it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I would be, I, I, on one hand, I want to just dismiss it because it's like, Hey, uh, they got beat regardless of whether the balls were under inflated or not. But, uh, at the same time, I mean, if it had been a close game, I don't know. It seems like just on principle, they should do something about it. But at this point, it's not like they're gonna, I mean, they can't just say, okay, Colts, you're in the Super Bowl now. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. I don't know how that works. Uh, Another fun and exciting piece of news from last week. So listen to episode 96 of the Eureka podcast. I'll be sure to put a link to it in our show notes. But I think that right now they win the record, beat the record, broke the record, set the bar. They broke the internet with this episode when they put it out. Clearly it broke the (laughs) internet. They managed to hit... I think 30, 30. of the, I, they basically used Christie's uh, run sheet of, uh, or they used Christie's list that we have posted on our website of things and sayings that she wants to see go away in 2015. And they used that as like a run sheet for their show. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they were just telling stories back and forth for most of the time. Yeah. I don't know if any of the stories were true or if they were just using made up stories as a vehicle to yeah. <laughs> check these items off their list, but it was, uh, if, it mean, was fantastic. I knew that they were way. messing with me. So it, it was, it, it was actually funny. What was your, I mean, but if it would have just been not knowing that they were <laughs> doing that, I would have been stabby. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but when you were first listening, you mm-hmm. obviously didn't know right. that it was a thing. So, right. like, what, I mean, what was your initial, how I long did it t- take you to catch on that it was? Well, we were driving to work, right? You were taking me to work. Yeah. And it was pretty early in the morning. So, I think you kind of pointed it out, like, Well, they oh, came right out of the gate. Right. <laughs> I think it probably took three or four for us to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Something is afoot. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because by the third or fourth, it was things that they would never say. <laughs> yeah. Lots of uh, yeah. BuzzFeed lists. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy getting his hair did for some right. reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, Christina, the name of our show. I mean, so we were recently interviewed for a show and I mean, we'll talk about it when it actually gets released. It hasn't been released, but we were interviewed for a show about podcasting. They asked about the name of our show. 
the nerd out loud nerd out loud pot they asked why what what our show is about and uh in retelling kind of the why we started the show i realized that we don't always touch on it i guess but the reason that we started the show is because we wanted to talk to both people uh we want to talk to people about the stuff that they are like really into passionate about whatever they're nerding out about that week or maybe whatever their thing is like everybody has a friend that has that thing Mm -hmm. that's something that they're like about and all that to say i mean we started the show so we could like talk to those people about it and also talk about the stuff that we're nerding out about i talk about space all the time stuff like that but um you know we also like just talk about the stuff that we nerd out about as we say at the beginning of every show and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about so all that to say i just wanted to ask you like how's your week been what have you been what have you been nerding out about sleep sleep <laughs> okay it's um first of all i'm sick as you mm-hmm. can kind of tell i think so uh, we should uh, if I wasn't too lazy, I would go back and take a tally because I feel like every week you have some kind of excuse for <laughs> like not really fully being present. <laughs> like I'm tired this week or I'm sick or it's been a long week or I'm looking for a job or. Yeah. Um, so this week I'm having some kind of like crazy allergy. That'll be situation. your new. That's just going to be our new band. <laughs> like, yeah, every week you're going to talk about your uh, whatever your reason is for that week that you're. Yeah, not into it. <laughs> not into um, it. And this is also my company's big sales meeting that takes place over two days and ends in a celebration of the holiday party. And mm-hmm. all of those meetings are coordinated and run by the assistants. Yeah. So that's been my whole world for the last two weeks and it starts tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like an insane amount of money, right? Like I just heard you I talking about it. I don't it. want to talk about how much money Can't it talk is. about it? Yeah. Oh. But it's... It's a lot of money. Disgusting There's for a lot days. of money going into this And it's, it's not just sales. I mean, it's meetings and it's the one time of year that all the people that work in different locations. So there's 200 people that come together. 80 of them come in from other places. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the only time they ever see their coworkers. And so they go and they do, um, they learn stuff, but then they have sales awards. So these are the sales people of the year and the ones that win that get to go on the trip, which is a seven days, seven days, all expense paid trip to like a luxury resort. Um, so it's a big deal. And then also we're having a company meeting and something else on top of it. Wow. And it's, I mean, basically I'm expected to work tomorrow, 8.30 until 2 a.m. maybe. Mm -hmm. Anywhere between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. That'll be exciting. Yeah, I'm actually staying in a hotel because they kind of need me to be babysitting Yeah, because you work for a bunch of uh, college-age frat boys. Well, they're not (laughs) college-age. Right. Exactly. Well, emotionally. (laughs) Emotionally college-age frat boys. Yeah, so uh, wrangling drunk people for the next three. I I was looking at the run. We well, got some practice in the first few months of our relationship. Right. A few months. <laughs> yeah, sure. Years. Um, Felt like a few months to me. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I was looking at our timesheet of when everything's happening, and I was like, "Oh no, the bar, cl- the open bar closes at three. Don't worry, another one opens at three fifteen. So there's just an open bar all day long. Oh wow! What time yeah. does the open bar start? Um, I think that starts at lunch. Okay, sure. 
once before the shakes start to uh, yeah, really settle right. in. <laughs> and then, so I've um, heard. And we're supposed to keep track of the people who are hungover the next day or who aren't attending their classes. Wait, what? Yeah. You have to keep track of this? Uh-huh. Is this for Is some kind purposes? of... Oh. We're, we're keeping track of the people who stay in the restrooms a little too long or... Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, what? This is something that they pay attention to in workplaces? Yeah. How long you spend in the restroom? Well, if it's a... Yeah. If it's for... <laughs> you're, you look shocked. Well, I'm concerned. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I mean, I've I have been it is I I have been known to take some extended restroom breaks. Oh wait, weren't you from even time called out time. for it this week? I I was called out for it, not in not directly, not okay, directly. Tell the so story. there's four of us in my office, but we're in an office building. So there's a shared bathroom with you know, 10 other office spaces and some kind of weird illegal daycare that's in the basement. And <laughs> Where their, their uh, outdoor activity is a giant rock. Yeah, there's like a rock <laughs> in the middle of the parking lot. There's a park across the street. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a... How kept, much does the it's daycare a mode, cost? Like, area of grass that is uh, as i mean it's maintained by the city it's not a park there's no playground there but that said for some reason the play all the kids from the illegal daycare that's in the really creepy basement (laughs) of our building uh they take them like out in the parking lot to like give them sun or whatever (laughs) like let them out of their cages there's also like random wild dogs that run around there there too there's so many dogs (laughs) there's like four dogs just in our office and then we're chihuahuas the wild ones that are in the back (laughs) parking lot so yeah, so there's like a rock in the back of our parking lot area, and for some a reason giant. they take the kids out there. Yeah. yeah, it's like half the size of a car. So anyway, all that to say, my boss, <laughs> I came even to work the other day, and and my boss goes, uh, my boss goes, uh, it appears that we have, it appears <laughs> that we have some kind of phantom pooper in the building. <laughs> that that is, I can't remember the exact terminology that he used, but. Uh, Definitely made some accusations as to toilet paper usage and uh, <laughs> maybe an, a lack of awareness. Uh, just He said, there's just mounds and mounds of toilet paper <laughs> being used. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we have one of those big commercial toilet paper roll dispensers with the mm-hmm. two big guys. How uh, the many problem, of those do you go through well, the, a day? The problem with that is that they always put the single ply on there because I don't think they make nice toilet paper that goes in the right. commercial ones. And so then you have to double up on the single ply. So I I always say the single ply counterproductive because you end up using twice as much because you got to double down on the single ply to get the same <laughs> okay. effect as double ply. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So I got uh, I guess inadvertently called out by my boss. <laughs> Luckily, you didn't. He doesn't know that it's me. No, he feels that it's some somebody that just it just happened recently that maybe started working in the building. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it is somebody else. Maybe it is. Let's, Maybe there's uh, two of you. Let's not be too quick to point fingers. Remember here. at your last job, the uh, your boss said that there was a phantom pier, right? That was not flushing. Yeah, so, yeah, but there was huh. only three of us there right. sharing that one bathroom. Right. So that was that was that was pretty. That clear. started the conversation of if you flush every time. That was pretty clear who mm-hmm. that was. Yeah, I have been listening to. This podcast, I know that that may come as a shock to you. Um, there's this podcast that I am newly obsessed with. It is my cereal. Okay. 
is my cereal. And to be honest, I'm a little hurt and offended that it doesn't seem to have the same. I haven't heard people talking about it like I've heard people talking about cereal, but it's from the same, it's in the same genre. It's from, uh, it's put out by NPR and it's a show called Invisibilia, Invisibilia. Yeah, okay. and their tagline is that they explore the intangible forces that shape human behavior, things like ideas, beliefs, assumptions, and emotions. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad that I could give them a little plug because I'm sure that they, uh, I'm sure that they need it. But I really appreciate listening to it because, um, well, like I just listened to one about fear, and they were talking about how. <laughs> They were talking about how somebody was watching minnows in a pond and they noticed that when certain minnows, when minnows on one end of the pond would get scared and they would dart away really quickly, minnows on the other end of the pond would all of a sudden dart away uh, almost instinctively as if just to know. And so they were talking about how they collected sweat from people that were skydiving (laughs) and uh, so basically they needed sweat from people that were like afraid or fearful. And so they collected sweat from people that they were skydiving. And then they collected sweat from people that were those same people, uh, that just like from exercising. And so they had like fear, sweat and regular sweat. And then they put people in a machine that allowed them to see their brain activity. Is that an MRI or a C cat scan? I can't remember if it's an MRI or a cat scan, but they, they put them in a machine that allows them to see their brain activity. And then they would waft this sweat into their nose, which sounds like, I mean, that in and of itself Mm -hmm. sounds like a really uncomfortable experience. Uh, I just don't, wouldn't like to think about somebody wafting sweat. Like how does that conversation go? Sweat smells. We're going to, we're going to waft this sweat into your nose. Once you're jammed into this machine, I guess so. And, in short, basically, there was something in this fear sweat that like triggered their brains in such a way as though they were experiencing fear themselves. So their brains like electrically fired as though they were experiencing fear so themselves. What and what you're saying is that we give off a chemical that stays in? I guess. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. So what? what's crazy and she... The producer, it's it's a producer from This American Life and a producer from Radiolab uh, that have teamed up to, to put out this show. And she made a point of saying, um, you know, they they it's put out by NPR. And so they have like journalistic standards that they have to follow. And she made a point of drawing a line and saying, this is now me stepping into fact-based speculation. So she's not saying that she's an expert on this area necessarily like a She's not stating it as fact, but it is based in fact and, uh, I don't know, found foundational founded in that. So she said, you know, basically like it, uh, it kind of messes with free will a little bit because it, it infers that there's this like potential that there's, I mean, it's like, imagine like a physical space, like a physical cloud of emotion that you could walk into that's going to affect your behavior. And like these people that were exposed to the fear sweat also, they were showed like pictures of people's faces and they were able to, uh, better the people that were exposed to the fear sweat as opposed to the exercise sweat were, uh, able to better interpret, 
signs of aggression on people's faces on these images of faces that they were shown. And, uh, one of the things that I love about it, and I also just had listened to a, um, uh, how things work episode about collective hysteria. Yeah. I think it's called, I was going to say that that's what this is kind of like, right? <laughs> yeah, where like, um, they were talking a lot about people that, um, like people that had these extreme allergies to something. And, uh, I think the example that they gave was roses. And this was another scientific experiment where they were, they had these allergies to roses and they were exposed to fake roses and, but didn't know they were fake roses and started manifesting the signs of these allergies. And it's not made up. I mean, they were real physical symptoms of allergies that they were having. And then, the researchers explained to them, oh, these are fake roses. And then the symptoms stopped. And not only did the symptoms stop with the fake roses, but they then stopped with the actual roses. <laughs> like maybe the we, allergies completely went away. Maybe that we should do that to people with fake gluten allergies. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But it just made me think that like, and you know, they talked about, um, they talked about a case where there was a, a pill company, a prescription medication company that had changed Nothing about the actual ingredients of a pill, but it changed like the outside casing of the pill Mm -hmm. and people started reporting adverse side effects. Uh, And the ones that started getting reported on the news, it increased, increased, increased. And so like the, this invisibilia show and that show in collective hysteria, they were, they talk about things that like, uh, you know, when I, (laughs) when I, it reminds me of like growing up in Christian culture, these are all things that we largely could have attributed to God. I mean, I was part of like a ministry called the healing rooms that operated like a hospital where people would come in and we would pray for them and ask God to heal them. And like, I I don't have an explanation for everything that I saw, Mm -hmm. but like we, I mean, there were people that came in that had illnesses and diseases that went away. And whether you want to say that that's God or whether you want to say that it's something else, uh, you know, it just, it totally fascinates me. So I know when you were telling me about a little bit about this, you said, well, this is going to, what'd you say? Like, this is going to chip away at. Well, yeah. I mean, I could see it for sure. Very kind of slowly eroding away at the, uh, uh, many of the arguments that people make for the existence of a God, you know, Mm -hmm. like regarding that fear thing, like people get this sixth sense sometimes of, being in a situation that's unsafe or, you know, whatever, being hyper alert or hyper aware of something. And then something goes bad and they're just Mm -hmm. like, I knew it was happening. And oftentimes things like that are attributed to God. Okay. And yeah, it's interesting. But speaking of that, let me ask you this after the Seahawks game, (laughs) Russell Wilson, the quarterback for the Seahawks Uh sobbing uncontrollably, by the way, gets in like a, huddle or whatever uh-huh. uh, is like in a huddle with other players, including one of the players from the other team. And they're all like praying. Mm-hmm. And then his first reaction when interviewed is like, it's all glory to God. Like God put me here yeah, or whatever. Like, is that weird? It's weird. Is that weird? I mean, that was weird to me when I was a Christian that people would say that. The, the praying thing is kind of normal. The, I mean, you have a lot of pretty religious people. I mean, you see that often, but yeah. um, the saying that it's all because of God. I mean, that yeah. always just makes me think that God has a 
team that he's likes. Yeah, and the it whole seems thing is really, so really stupid. bizarre. And what about the other people on the other team? Right. And also, when they lose, he doesn't say, he doesn't get up and say, all glory to God. Right. God, <laughs> God wanted me to throw those four interceptions right. <laughs> or whatever. Like, I don't know. It just struck me right. as really bizarre. Well, and if it was because of God, then why does he take money? I would just like to see some consistency, I guess. Like, if they're going to give God the credit when they win, then they also need to give God the credit when they lose. Like, how is it always God's fault when something good happens, but never his fault when something bad happens? Anyway, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. But so all that talk of the stuff from Invisibilia podcast, all that stuff reminding me of um, uh, being a, (laughs) being a, a Christian um, and kind of growing up in that culture. Um, I posted an article to my Facebook this last week oh, God. <laughs> that I wanted to go over that um, it's called 10 women Christian men should not marry. <laughs> and I posted this on, I posted this on my Facebook and I tagged you in it Yes. and a bunch of other people got involved in the conversation. And I don't know, like, Probably three quarters of the people that chimed in to that conversation, I have no idea who they are. I don't know. I don't even know where they came How from. Does it even and a happen? bunch of them I don't even have mutual friends with. Like, so I, I don't know. Something about the uh, magical algorithm of Facebook decided to like show this post of mine to like tons of random people. So this is um this is the article that I posted, and I wanted to just go down some of these. Uh, because I posted it and I, you know, I tagged you in it and said that you're, it's not looking good for you. Right. <laughs> it's not looking good for you. Oh, so do you want me to say as... the things that <laughs> I am failing? Yeah, let's, at? let's, uh, let's, okay. let's, let's do this. The best a... part is that he also had one 10 men, Christian women shouldn't. Yeah. So then well, we, can, we can go we back. We can get into that one next. I have them both open here. So first was the unbeliever. Are you, that's, are you an unbeliever? Well, did what you, are you? You just did a, like a shame thing with your fingers. Well, like, no, like a... Oh, cross. I'm Xing you out I away from me. Is that what? an X or a... Is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? <laughs> Would you well, consider yourself an unbeliever? An unbeliever of what? Oh, I don't... I need to know what he says. Uh, scripture is replete with exhortations against such marriages. Contrary to popular misconception, God's prohibition against marriages to foreign women in the Old Testament was not due to racism. Instead, God was simply preventing the spread of idolatry. So God wasn't, God's not racist. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's just saying, um, don't get married to unbelievers because those unbelievers will worship other gods. And then... That will get perpetuated with your children and da 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 da. So I'm I'm really confused in this because he's saying he's kind of saying he's going between Old Testament, right? Yeah. And then which well, he's is, saying Old and New Testament, right? Right. So then it gives exa- New Testament would examples mean from both. Just Jesus. So am I a believer that Jesus is the Son of God and? Died for our yeah, sins. Yeah, I would assume I that this do is probably... Do not believe that. Do not believe that. The divorcee. That's me. <laughs> Jesus too. clearly taught that unless the first marriage ended due to a partner's sexual infidelity, so you get it in there, what, mm-hmm. right? Was yeah. there any sexual yeah. infidelity? Yes. So then you're good. 
Okay. So because not unless you, woman. yeah, unless you divorce for infidelity, which is why, how my ex-wife justified divorcing me, by the yeah. way. <laughs> uh, As she should have. So unless you, yeah, I mean, she should have divorced me. Uh, but what they're saying is, yeah. So if you, if you hadn't got divorced because of infidelity, then you would. Yeah. Be soiled. To no go. Yeah. No go. That's an X on that one. Um, but so you're a di- no di- divorcer. But, but I'm good. I'm not. Oh yeah, you're good. Right? You count. Okay, yeah. cool. You get the thumbs okay. up on that one. one. So I'm one. Fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> the older two. woman. Uh oh. That's me. <laughs> Wait, not a sin, but certainly not God's ideal. God expects men to be the spiritual leaders of the home, and it certainly requires an extra measure of grace to lead a woman who's older than you. Wait, what does <laughs> grace mean? Uh, grace is like unmerited favor i believe um and you just gave a definition that needs more definitions <laughs> unmerited favor yeah yeah um no, don't know like if i was to be sp- i th- believe that, oh man it's been a while so i'm a little rusty mm-hmm. i believe that the um a- an example that's commonly given is if i was to be pulled over by a police officer for speeding forgiveness would be him letting me off without a ticket and grace would be uh not only am i going to let you off without a ticket but like i'm gonna throw my sirens and lights on and you follow me down the freeway or you know whatever i'll give you 50 (laughs) dollars here i found this 25 dollars starbucks card in my wallet while i was running your id so yeah so what he's saying is what the author of this article is saying is that it um it takes that apparently it's not ideal for. <laughs> well, I like this one that it said, um, Adam was formed first, then Eve. Yeah. So that's why. That's, that's good. That's a good, uh, that's a good enough. So yeah, I'm reason, older, I guess. The feminist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's no room within Christendom for the quote unquote Christian feminist. Though women and men have equal value in the eyes of God, they certainly have different God given roles. Nope. Any woman who tries to usurp her husband's authority or even claims to be a co leader with her man is gravely dishonoring the God who created her to be subject and obedient nope. to her That's husband. Gross and- That's so gross. Yeah. That's not, I mean, that's not only gross, but that's abusive. And, and yes. I should say that not all, not all Christians, never mm-hmm. mind, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't defend it. Yeah. I, w- okay. The, the immodest dresser, sexy might inadvertently catch your eyeballs, but it shouldn't catch your heart. Well, I don't or think I dress, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I dress, like I'm not a immodest dresser, but what does that actually mean? Well, because like Orthodox women like don't even show their elbows. Yeah. And well, their knees. and now we're going back to the, f- the feminist thing as well, because I mean, really Who it's, determines it's not, uh, it's really not the woman's responsibility to, uh, worry about the men yeah. <laughs> um, being inappropriate. Would you say that you're in a modest dresser? No. Do you think? Uh, no, I don't think that you're in a mod, Im immodest dresser but um i do think that some of the clothes that you wear would not pass muster at the old seattle bible college i'll, t- oh. I'll tell you that much right now yeah. yeah they wouldn't uh 
they wouldn't let you in the yeah, door. Yeah, so that's what I'm I mean, saying. If you is put it your on... if you put your hands straight down by your sides and you're touching skin down on those mm-hmm. legs, no fly zone. Oh, you're not so coming if in. that means immodest, then yes, you're not coming in the uh, <laughs> you're not coming in the door. The gossiper slash slanderer. That's, again, this is just offensive. Women love to talk, but there's mm-hmm. wisdom in looking for a woman who speaks with wisdom. Gossip and slander are not good things to have in your marriage, despite housewives make desperate housewives make for desperate husbands. I guess it depends on what that means. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, gossip is gossip is bad. We can we can all agree to that. But the I would say that the uh, the overall tone is a little. It's a little offense. Women love to talk. I would, I mean, I guess I would say. I think you're a gossiper. You do? Yeah. We both are. Saying? Come on. We both are. <laughs> okay. Well, then, no. Let's be honest. I mean, yes. The childbirth avoider. Do not marry a woman who is not willing to have children of her own. In the Christian worldview, there is absolutely no room for two married, biologically capable human beings to remain intentionally childless. Well, that is definitely putting a lot of shame and pressure on people. Right. (laughs) Are you a childbirth avoider? Is that the same as that a child hater? Oh, no, that's in the men's one. Um, No. I mean, I guess I take birth control pills so yes that's wrong <laughs> simple the wander luster this one cracks there, me up. there's nothing wrong with the occasional family vacation there's something very wrong with a girl who regularly needs to be quote-unquote out of the home the constant desire for new experiences new places new faces and new forms of entertainment only serves to clearly manifest the fact that the woman has not found her rest in god guilty <laughs> yeah this is something that i am a little resentful towards because it was something that I uh, caught a lot of flack from in one of the previous churches that I was a part of Mm -hmm. because I was always like wanting to like try new things and like, I don't know, check out (laughs) new stuff, I guess. I don't know. And I was always saying like, come on, like I was pushing back. I was pushing back, Bick. I was pushing back against like the status quo. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, my feelings of frustration were in that, like, the church that I was a part of was like, our job is to save the city of Seattle from going to hell. Mm-hmm. And I could look around to the 150 people in the church that I was a pastor at. This is not my church that I pastored. This is a church that I was on staff at. And I, I couldn't, everybody that was there the, had always been a Christian since I'd ever known them. And I was like, well, clearly we're doing Clearly yeah. we're doing something wrong. And so I was like, you're isolating yourself in your little pushing back against that a little bit and was kind of, uh, challenged with not putting my rest, well, not putting my cup com- for comfort in God, because I was saying that we I was know someone that's very close to us that are. has gotten accused of this. Oh, really? <laughs> of being, uh, wanderluster, want a wanderluster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of course women should want to be, Moms with their husbands all with the their time. husbands all the time. The career first woman. Now I want to clarify something here. There's nothing wrong with a woman who works. What's wrong is a woman who puts her career ahead of her family. That's just a weird, weird one. It is weird. 
It is weird. I wouldn't say I'm. It's neither. Well, I, I mean, it's uh, it, it's <laughs> it's silly to think that uh, you know, I I I don't think that um, families look like what they did. Uh, yeah. you know, five, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that, uh, to, you have to be in extremely privileged and in a very, uh, a, a very, uh, Oh, this is interesting. The right, the woman ought to be willing to give up her job for the sake of raising her children in the Lord. Oh, hopefully the woman, um, doesn't make more <laughs> than the right. man. Well, I guess statistically, <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah. What, 75 cents on the dollar or something like that? Uh, the devotionless woman. And what does that mean? Is the woman having a regular daily devotional time with her God? What does devotional time mean? Like a check-in time. Like, you know how you're always wanting to, like, talk and, like, share emotions and stuff? But with God? Like but my with imaginary Jesus. friend? Mm-hmm. You just say... Yeah, you just check in, read your Bible, pray, have Mm. a little... Yeah, so I'm not that either. (laughs) Yeah, you aren't. So what is the only thing So out of the 10 things, out of the 10 things, what, Um, uh, how many can you... uh, Possibly the immodest dresser. and Oh, I got off on a technicality on the divorcee. Yeah. So I would say between eight and nine. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Eighty percent. That's what. That's a passing. That's a that's a passing grade. No, no, no. to the negative. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm only twenty well, percent marryable. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let's. According see to nycpastor.com. This is my favorite part. Is that somebody? I posted this on my Facebook, and somebody was like, "This is satire." Like, isn't this satire? Yeah, and it's and not. At first, I was like, "Oh no!" Did I like? Gets, did I accidentally share a clickhole article thinking that it was <laughs> thinking that it was real? But um, unfortunately, it's not. It's not. It's, it's real, and yeah. people really believe this. <laughs> That's what's so scary. So these are the ten Christian, ten men Christian women should not marry. The unbeliever, the unbeliever. Mm. So we've already talked about that one. Yes or no? Uh, I don't, I probably do not fit this person's, um, I would not call myself an unbeliever, but I don't think that I fit this person's category of a believer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, they use that term. Don't be yoked together with unbelievers. Yeah. Don't be unequally yoked. Didn't someone say that to you about me? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. My mom, my mom said that. Okay. My mom said that to me about you. So... Number two, the younger man. Mm-hmm. That's you. Yep. Okay. Definitely younger. Hey, don't say it that way. Three, the spiritual... I mean, I've got an old soul. I've got an old well, soul. Well, you look for old. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite thing to do, well, Jessica and I, is to ask people if they think that Jeremy's older or younger. Yeah. They always think Jeremy's older than both of us. Yeah, it's because I have an old soul. It's because well, yeah. I'm, I'm so mature. Well, you're bald and you have gray hair. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. In your beard. Okay. Number three, the spiritually younger man. What does that mean? Uh, well, I would assume that as I was just joking that I was emotionally mature, um, this would be spiritually immature. So. Oh my God. This is so weird. Make sure he's grounded in a local church. Speak to his pastor and his elders. Mm. Have devotionals together. Ooh. Is this something that happens? With the pastors? I guess. That's fascinating. Or, 
Mm, I is, can is actually 100% those, see that is happening. Is it kind of a BuzzFeed quiz? Can I find out how old I am spiritually? Like you <laughs> yeah. can take the health test to see how old you really are. How old are you spiritually? That'll be, um, how many times a week do you <laughs> read your Bible and check in with Jesus? How many okay. times a week is there one set of footprints in the sand? <laughs> how and how you, many times are there two? How do you check in with Jesus? You just talk. Like you talk out loud? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or in your heart, I suppose. So just like thinking. Yeah, or you can, a lot of people journal. A lot of people pray out loud. Some people pray silently. Many people, they, you know, people have different expressions of worship. I know people that have painted pictures to communicate with God. I used to go to raves and just like dance and like cry and like spiritually connect with God. Let's move on. (laughs) The divorce man. Okay. Have you ever just had a moment where you're like, you just feel like in tune. I don't know a non super hippie sounding way to say this, but like, in tune with the universe where you're just like hair stands up on the back of your neck and you're just like connected. I guess like you just feel alive. I guess so. Totally sober by the way. Yeah. I would go to parties all the time and I don't know. It just always felt really like connected to something. Mm -hmm. I thought it was God at the time. I don't know. Now it turns out it might be minnows. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe there was some other minnows (laughs) that were, uh, Scared. Having a church service or something. <laughs> Maybe there's some other there. weird Christian boy across the way that's <laughs> scared. <laughs> was walking, yeah. Wearing a jumpsuit. I just inhaled somebody's um, sweat. No. Um, the divorced man. The divorced man. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, but do I get a... No. Since I if committed you're adultery? The cheater, if you're the cheater, you don't get a free pass. Oh, well, but okay. So wait, wait, wait. Do well, my ex-wife this? is remarried, and now she is with somebody else. So now, if if I'm still married to her spiritually, and she goes and gets legally married to somebody else and is sleeping with that person, then she's spiritually committing adultery. So now I now my divorce is justified. Boom! Technicality. What up? <laughs> well, what's really weird is my- with. <laughs> The women... That's my past my pastoral training coming through, finding the, some loopholes. The women have one, one rule, which is if you are cheated on, you have a free pass. Anything yep. else, anything else, it's a... If you have another relationship after that, it's adultery. But the men, there's all these like different kinds of loopholes. Ooh. Any second marriage is adultery in the eyes of God, unless... Ooh. The first marriage did not end due to adultery. The first marriage ended because one spouse came to faith after marriage and the unbelieving spouse decided, quote, this isn't what I signed up for. And initiated the divorce. I see. In both exceptions, scripture allows for a remarriage. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, the angry man. <laughs> the man who can't control their emotions prior to marriage will, in all likelihood, be angry men after marriage. Yeah. Well, I would say I would say that a year ago, that was me. Here's what it's described. But Fits thanks of to anger, a lot of therapy. Rivalries. 
Disson how do how do you say that? Dissensions, mm. divisions, mm-hmm. envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. <laughs> things like these. I think he just wanted to say the word orgy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you basically Yeah, yeah I probably fall into that one. I would say that I'm less I'm not so well, just overly I mean, emotional. I mean, hundreds the, of dollars of therapy. It's and not just anger, though. Hours. It's all emotions. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and rivalries. I do have, I do have rivalries. Quite a few mm-hmm. rivalries. <laughs> I am in the market for a, uh, a nemesis, though. A Twitter nemesis. Well, that one. Yeah. The guy that got mad at you at Twitter the other day. Oh, yeah. Nick. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Nick, nickname. Or... Yeah, you can have him as... You, you, he tries... Jeremy tries to get blocked by corporations <laughs> on Twitter. Okay, number six. The self-admirer. I know, I know. You want a good-looking spouse. That desire is not bad. Mm. But if a man is spending more time at the gym and in front of a mirror than at <laughs> church and in God's words then that man doesn't love you as much as... Well, there's no way that anybody could accuse me of spending too much time at a gym. (laughs) 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 They could probably... What they should do to figure out... This one is to go through somebody's Instagram feed and figure out like what percentage of selfies are in there. Yes. And so, I mean, what's an acceptable percentage of selfies to you? Right, it's kind of like the soul. Oh, 0% for men. Zero? Why the double standard? Why can't men celebrate a little self-love and acceptance as well? Okay, 1%. 1%. Well, I definitely well, here's, okay, I definitely so have more than yes, 1%. Yes, you're not obsessing about the gym, but Guilty it also charged. says if he's changing his profile pictures often, and obsessing uh, over his looks say that. I thought and you were photo just angles. <laughs> no. So then you have this. You you are a self admirer. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I I was reading. I thought it said something about physical. He just wants you for physical. He loves you, mm-hmm. and only wants you for physical pleasure. Oh, okay. Number seven, the dishonest. Ooh. Well, yep. <laughs> Again, again, I will say that I've made some headway in this area. Oh, listen to this. If he's having sex before marriage, he's likely to cheat on you after marriage. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What if he cheated before marriage? (laughs) Okay. Number eight, the attic. Yeah, we've covered that one. (laughs) We've covered that one. Nine, the idol. Again, though, again, something I've worked on, the the, uh, attic situation. Mm -hmm. That's the idol. Uh, if his idea of an ideal marriage is letting you work while he stays home. Oh, idol like I-D-L-E. Like, like, mm-hmm. uh, like lazy. Yeah. Yeah. If Netflix is his bae. Oh, no. <laughs> if you, <laughs> then, if, then don't make him yours. <laughs> if you would, you would definitely do this. If, ne- if, <laughs> if I'd let you. Yeah. Well, yeah. That would I know. I mean, I I don't I don't think I would though. I don't think I would just sit around and watch. I would have Netflix on all day, but I would be doing other things. This, yeah, like building model rockets. Yeah. Yeah, and making more podcasts probably and like yeah. getting better at putting out the ones that I because am. Because C number If six. I didn't have to if I didn't have to work, then you guys would have this podcast consistently. 
<laughs> I can guarantee you that much. Okay. Maybe even twice a week. Number 10, mm-hmm. the unevangelist. Okay. What does that mean? Okay. Um, well, first, okay, maybe I made up the term, but the point is clear. If the man says that he believes in the gospel of Jesus Christ, meaning that there is a literal hell awaiting unbelievers, grace and pardon available to all who put their faith in Jesus, but he, but he simultaneously does not evangelize, does he really believe? Oh, I would agree. I would agree with that. And I would challenge all of the other Christians that I know. (laughs) If you really, I mean, on one hand, I think we've talked about this before, but I always say, like, if you, if you believe like this hard line of, uh, evangelical Christianity, that there is a literal hell. And that if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your savior, you are going to go to hell. If, if that's what you believe. And I mean, as annoying as it is when we talk about getting evangelized to, if that's what you believe and you are not constantly shoving religion down my throat, then you are the world's biggest asshole. Yeah. That's what I think. And what's up with that? Yeah. So what? How many did I get? So you got eight or nine. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So like maybe 9.5. Yeah. Okay. So I got a higher score than you. That's good. That's good. But I will say this. Okay. So I started making excuses for my Christian brethren and cistern earlier. Uh, I will say this. Many Christians response to this was, uh, many people that were Christians responded to this in my feed and said, well, I don't, I don't, we don't, I don't actually believe that stuff. I mean, there was one guy that jumped on, well, I have no idea who he is and said, uh, would a woman go through and please explain every single one of these point yeah, by point and explain offensive? as to why this is offensive. And like, then okay. weirdly tagged his barista in there. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, uh, this is so weird, which is like, I mean, you didn't put this in the thread, but you were going to say, I mean, that would be like a uh, African-American person or it would be like a white person saying going to a black person and saying, please go down these tenets of the KKK and explain to me why they're offensive. Right. Like, okay. Nobody owes that to you. Like dudes, if you want to understand why things are offensive to women, just go listen to women. Don't demand that they teach you. There's plenty right. of great information out there as to why things are offensive to women. So, hey, dudes, if you're wondering about feminism, <laughs> don't demand answers from mm-hmm. women. Just go, like, read some blogs <laughs> and, and figure it out on your own because uh, nobody owes you Step one, learn empathy. <laughs> yeah. And listen, Jesus Christ, listen. Uh, any, okay. Anyway, so but what I was saying is, is that people, a, lo- a lot of Christians gone on and said, oh, you know, people that I know are Christians that said this is offensive and we don't agree with it or whatever. But w- what I will say is that they're like, their Christian beliefs. I mean, it's, it's all rooted and based out of the same scripture and their Christian beliefs taken to an extreme or, or taken just a few steps farther. I mean, the ultimate 
like endpoint of all that is, uh, is is just as the same, and I would argue just as harmful and just as destructive. I mean, it's like many Christians would say, "We love gay people," you know, we uh, and and condemn those Christians that are out there saying, you know, God hates gay people or whatever, and God wants to kill gay people or gay people deserve to die or whatever. Mm-hmm. So God, you know, uh, but, but those same people, those same Christians that would condemn that also don't believe that Christians should have the right to get married. Also don't believe that Christians should have the same basic human rights, or I'm sorry, that believe that gay people should have the same basic human rights that, that straight couples do. And the, like, <laughs> if you just take that a couple steps farther, I mean, it's the same. Yeah, I've, I've heard um, so someone close to you say, "We don't hate just because we don't want them to get married doesn't mean that we hate them." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think about that statement. So you know, not all Christians, but yes, but yes, all Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if uh, even if you are a Christian and you are saying this stuff is offensive, I, I challenge you to look very deeply at the roots of your belief system because for many, many, many people, it is just as damaging. It is just as damaging as the stuff that we just read. I mean, we were kind of choking about it, but it, it is. Sorry. I didn't mean to get so serious. I just, yeah. That's something I nerd out about. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So, um, Christina, did you catch the uh, State of the Union? I didn't address. I'm was gonna I doing work. What was I doing? I don't. Yeah, you were working late, and then I found you mentioned that it was something that you usually like really enjoy, kind mm-hmm. of partaking in. And you oh, didn't get the huge. opportunity to do that this this year. Uh, but did you? Uh, so if you didn't, if you didn't hear that, then you didn't hear President Obama giving a little shout out to. Uh, Space? Space. Okay, let's hear it. Pushing out into the solar system. Not just to visit, but to stay. Now, last month we launched a new spacecraft as part of a re-energized space program that will send American astronauts to Mars. And in two months, to prepare us for those missions, Scott Kelly will begin a year-long stay in space. So good luck, Captain. Make sure to Instagram it. We're proud of it. I don't know what I love more, that he was talking about space or that he said to Instagram it. Yeah. Well, I love that he was talking about space. I mean, it's nice that he gave, that he mentioned it. It's mm-hmm. nice that he talked about it. I will say that the reason that we have not been back to the moon mm-hmm. is largely because of budget cuts made by... Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. And that while he, you know, gave it some lip service during his uh during his speech, which was great. Oh, and by the way, the astronaut that he was talking about is going to be going to the International Space Station. He's going to spend an entire year up there, which has never been done before. Oh, really? And yeah. What's the maximum before? You know, I'm not sure. I th- okay. I want to say it's like 8 months, maybe 6 months. Okay. But a a year is uh I th- oh man yeah I think it's eight months, um, but yeah it's a year has never been done before, so and it's 
the a very large reason for that is he's going to be uh you know we're preparing to to go to mars so that's rad and i will say that this astronaut he went and signed up for instagram <laughs> last night <laughs> right after the uh oh he wasn't on there no he wasn't oh on there and his first picture was when the president tells you to sign up for instagram <laughs> you sign up for instagram oh how much he posted they paid words uh no he he tweeted it and then put that as like the caption uh, or whatever because you know what how i feel about yeah words on instagram. nobody should post words on instagram that's just not that's not okay uh, and I just wanted to clarify, before, you guys can hold your letter writing campaigns. I misspoke earlier when I said that spending a year in space has never been done before. That's not true. It's never been done by an American. Okay. So it has been done a few times by the Russians. Uh, I just pulled up the thing because I was doubting myself as soon as I said it. So there's three Russians that have stayed up in space for over a year, the record being 437 days, consecutive days. And that was back in uh, 94, 95. And that's because they, aboard the Mir. Russians didn't have enough money to get them back. <laughs> yeah, you can't make fun of Russians for uh, having issues with space travel because right now they're the only way that we're even getting I'm to saying, space. I'm but, saying in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Well, they had um, that was abo- ab- aboard uh, the Mir space station, so their their own space station, not even the uh, International Space Station. So the um, Scott Kelly going aboard the ISS for a year will be record-breaking for American astronauts, for a NASA astronaut. So... Um, yeah, and usually the duration of those missions to the International Space Station are six months. So, Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave it with that. I forgot to say it at the top of the show, guys, but like we always say, we love to hear from you. You can contact us on our website, www.nerdoutloudpod.com. Facebook us. Facebook.com slash nerdoutloudpod. Twitter us at nerdoutloudpod on the Twitter. Give us a call. 206-588-5463. Leave us offensive voicemails. If you say mean things, you have to at least say who you are. Why do you keep pointing to your head, Christina? I remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> it's sign language. Go. I'm ready. Well, because we were going to talk about we got a package. Oh yeah, no, I had that on the okay. I had that on the list for kind of the the closing things. Okay, yeah. Uh, the next thing I was gonna say, uh, there was somebody don't know who it was, somebody that uh, reached out to my daughter's mom on Facebook. Uh, found her, I guess. We've made a point of never mentioning her name on the mm-hmm. show. So if you uh, have for some reason decided to take it upon yourself and try and figure out who my daughter's mom is, I would uh, ask you respectively to just leave her alone <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it is, you know, one of the most important people in my daughter's life. And uh, I would appreciate if you guys would be respectful of that. So uh, although I appreciate your diligence, whoever you are, <laughs> yeah. uh, Please don't be creepy. <laughs> Use your power for good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we got a package. We got a package in the mail. We did. Speaking of uh, wanting to chat with people. Yes. From... Um, Pape! <laughs> from Robert to say Bobby it, right? Pape. 
Yeah. Pete! Sent us some crab chips. Yeah. We haven't tried them yet. And this is why. I wanted to try them on the air. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy hates that. And then my um and you always hate man our listeners <laughs> and uh, uh, and always my man crush monday crush alex thornton said that all podcasts talk about how they hate it but then they do it so now i can't do it yeah just for you Thank i don't think you. he alex even listens saved the day on I don't that think one he listens. he'll never even know call me alex <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, the only other thing I had, we already mentioned it, but go check out the episode 96 of the Eureka podcast. They, uh, We've obviously talked about them before, but if you listen to us, you'll dig them. They uh, recently just got a whole bunch of Twitter followers, which is great. Good for them. I noticed yeah. they're like way ahead of us on the Twitter followers. Race, I wonder how so. much that costs someone. Ever? I don't know. I wouldn't even know that that's a thing that you could do. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you want it? so go listen to that we'll link to it in the show notes they knock out i think 30 we said of christy's uh things that she hates and wants to go away in 2014 they mention 30 of them in one show amazingly well very organically i might add and are definitely <laughs> uh leading the pack right now for uh cramming references into one yeah thing. i'm getting so many selfies and people <laughs> Seeing stuff either opposite we'll ends, Good opposite selfies. ends, funny selfies. I got a ussy today from Pape sent of the show. us a selfie. Yes, and I, some I'm, chips. So I'm getting that end of the spectrum of people trying to mess with me, and then the other end of the spectrum of people that won't discuss things <laughs> or talk about or do anything. <laughs> well, I don't blame them. You're so condemning, <laughs> guys. Let your freak fl- flag fly. That's what I say. Just you do you. Don't worry about Christy. She'll be okay. I'm fine. Be yourself. Just just be you. Just do you, guys. Mm. That's what this world needs. This world needs more of you. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> Christina, any last words? Uh, insert tagline here. <laughs> Don't further notice. Under construction. <laughs> And remember, guys, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Have a great week. And let your nerd flag fly! John Schneider taking this team higher and higher. Let me tell you a little bit about the story. We've been back since Super Bowl 40. But oh my lordy, lordy, we're gonna grab a Lombardi trophy. Pack it up, take it back to the VMAC. Shine it up on the platform of SeaTac. Then get a world champ banner. Hang it in the rafters down at the cleat so loudly the team can't hear themselves think. Uh, 12 so hard. You know our calling card. We split your head apart. You can have your first athlete, yo, coming at you harder than a rhino.
spirit And you won't even hear it And when he scrambles and rambles He's gonna leave your team in shambles Here we go beast mode This is the moment Tonight is the night And we super bowling So we throw our hands up Like the Skittles are flowing Like the Skittles are flowing Here we go beast mode This is the moment Tonight is the night And we super bowling So we throw our hands up Like the Skittles are flowing Like the Skittles are flowing Earl and Sherm, Cam and Thurm Started to take the lead by storm Knocking out your wide receivers That's when the Legion of Boom was born D-E-F-L-E-C-T-I-O And camp killing fools like people in Jackson Earl gonna slap you right in the face Don't even throw it Sherman's way Byron Maxwell's hungry And our front seven funky It's Red and Cliff and Brandon And Chris and Michael thank you We got the strength to break you And the offense to shake you With Doug, Golden, Percy And Marshawn Lord and Mercy This is the moment Tonight is the night And we super bowling So we throw our hands up Like the Skittles are flowing Like the Skittles are flowing Here we go This is the moment Tonight is the night And we super bowling So we throw our hands up Like